Josh Cohen, thank you for staying around after the podcast and recording the intros. No worries, Mark. Unlike other guests on the show who we will not mention. Come on, Mark. That's a bit unfair. Pete had to go. He had, he had to go to a gig. What's a gig? Welcome to Comedy on Edge presents a chat show with live in New Edge HQ. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. Joining me on sound is Ryan, special comments, Crawford. Ryan, how are you, buddy? I'm really good, Mark. How are you? I'm good. It's a packed house. It's it our is. first big record here. It I is. like it. It's, and it's kind of spacious in the New Edge HQ, actually. We, it is. We, we, have, we have room to like spread out and relax. And we've even got an empty cow, so we could have another three. We could. We could have like another three if we wanted. We could. We need more mics to do that. But, well, yeah, we we'll, do, we do, but, you know, like, baby steps, baby yeah, yeah, steps. Exactly Let's right. get the people here, then we'll just pass the mic around. Indeed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, a man who we, we've given a mic to, he's back, it's been a while. We're, we've got to keep an eye on the mic, though, because he's liable to take it to cash converters. Lester Diamond, how are you, buddy? <laughs> G'day, boys. How are you going? Good to good, be here in the good. new place. Good, good. And you, you're not alone on the couch, mate. You've got someone next to you. I've got a uh, very special guest. It's... Well, hello. Hello. It, now, can you pick that voice, ladies? Your long-term listeners will know. That's Josh Cohen. How are you, buddy? Not too bad. And how are you, Mark? I'm good. I've moved close to you. This is kind of near your neighbourhood. Yeah, no, yeah, it's great. I love it. Yeah. You go for, what's it, $10 schnitzels around the corner? Oxford Tavern will be there. Yeah. Portuguese chicken. All right. Now we've got, got, some, got something to do after the show. Good, <laughs> good thing I didn't sign a long-term lease because, you know, my cholesterol will be going through the roof. Yeah. And we're, mine, boys. It is sort of an old reunion because oh, I'll say old Freudian slip. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think fifth, sixth, maybe tenth appearance. Peter Mizell, how are you, buddy? Good. Thank you. Nice to be working with all you talented people. You too, Lester. <laughs> <laughs> I like it because, Josh, we should take, Ryan, take a picture because we've got Ryan. Uh, Josh and Lester on the couch. It's one and a half men. It's more. It's more. A lo- it's more a love seat. I think. I count you as the one man. Les- you know, Lester's only half a man. He's, he's, um, <laughs> Josh is the man. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was uh, uh, half, a, half a man and a husk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, shell of a man. With Lester, it's a war injury. War on drugs. <laughs> he lost. I get that one, Pete. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> it's a, it's a te- Why aren't I surprised? It's a technical knockout, unlike that punch <laughs> you just threw there, Pete. <laughs> so it's good to have everyone back. What's everyone been up to, Ryan? I understand you've been to a fancy dress party. Yeah, man. Um, I went to on the weekend. Went to a fancy dress party. The theme I hadn't haven't experienced this one before. It was a bogan theme. Go as uh, go as a bogan. It must so have been a stretch for you, Ca- mate. You've never been to Campbelltown for <laughs> yeah. a party. Get to dress yeah, up yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, to right. improve his look. <laughs> I had to go and spend some money on some threads. For fuck's sake. Oh. Um, no, the funny. thing Thing about it was right is that I was I was actually loathing it because you know that's I, I was saying you know what am I going to I have to dress up to look shit that wouldn't make any sense to me but actually side benefit on a night where you're drinking lots of beer and eating the odd burger um, these clothes are remarkably comfortable <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a great it was a great evening and uh, yeah lots of fun lots of fun lots of lots of mullet wigs and uh, and I pretended that my craft beer that I was drinking was uh, was VB. So. Well, you say that because like like me me and um, Pete went to a party that was dressed up too. Lester, I believe you were invited as well, but you know, I, was it after your bar- par- conditions of your parole? Or? It was a bit far out of the uh, out of the restrictions zone, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, the party was near a school. It so. wasn't in your place, yeah. yeah. But we went to a fancy dress party, and Pete, it was it was a, was it? I didn't see. I didn't realize until the day that it was a music themed part dresser. I thought it was just come out and party. I didn't realize it was a party. Did you know all along? Or? Very late in the piece, I found out that it was a fancy dress party. Yeah, I would have said no. I hate fancy dress parties. I do. Ah. Oh. 
I, really, I don't like parties to begin with. But no, <laughs> let's look stupid and then come to the party and make it worse. Yeah, yeah, bang right. out of luck unless it's a Dennis Franz lookalike party. Yeah, that'd be great if this were a TV show. <laughs> but it's a podcast, just sound. It's it's the power of descriptive words. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, this would be a good good party if it was a party for morons. Oh no, you don't. You're actually more a Dennis Farina, but he's deceased. Did Dennis yes. die? Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, right. So Who he's is Dennis Farina. He's like a he's one of the staple like mob guys. He was always he on on I say mob, played mob guys in the movies. Um, he was on Law and Order. He was a cousin of Abby and Snatch. I haven't seen. He was on Law and Snatch, but not the movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm not yeah, sure I believe yeah, yeah. either. <laughs> he was in Law and Order. He played one of the cops for a while. He used to be a real cop. Yeah. And he was on the star of Crime Story, which is from the 80s. Yeah. Um, not, a, not an actor to start with. He though, started hey? as a real yeah. cop, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Peter played a cop on, um, what movie was that in the 80s here? 90s here? Oh, I thought it was a punchline. I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> hey, you actually, Peter played a cop in a, in a oh, no, this feature film. The, you can't I did. stop the murders. I didn't play a cop in that one. Didn't I you? did play a no. I, I played uh, a town person, but I did play a cop. <laughs> have you not? Have you people not heard this story? How I became a security guard on the movie The Three Stooges. This is for real. Year two thousand. Yeah, right. Do you know the story? No. I went for an audition. It was a one-word audition. The, the director said, was it. A, was it in Sydney. It was in Sydney. So the casting call said Stooge, and your agent got on to you. I didn't play one of the. <laughs> I didn't play one of the Stooges. That would have been a good role. I played Abe, the security guard, and how I got the role. I'm talking to the director, um, uh, James Frawley, who uh, actually has won an Emmy for Malcolm in the Middle. He also plays for, Hawth- for Hawthorne in the AFL. Okay, that, you're really not helping me here. And he, so I got to talking to him. And at I, the casting or just you? At the casting. At the, the Centrelink line. At the casting. So I said the word no. That's all I had to say. So you can't really judge from acting. Well, no. So we're talking. We're talking about New York. He's from New York. I'm from New York. He's from 40-something Street. I'm from 20th Street. He goes, you have a drink at Pete's Tavern. I go, yes, all the time. We could have mentioned about 20 pups. That would have been the truth. And so I go home. I get a call from my agent. She goes, you didn't get the part. I go, oh, there's a surprise. And uh, she goes, you got a bigger part. So some actor who nailed the audition missed out because I have a drinking problem. I got this role that had eight lines to it, and that's the absolute truth. And that, ladies and gentlemen, children as well, is the lesson <laughs> yeah, for getting the shape. There's all your aspiring actors out there, and I know there are many of you listening don't audition. Don't work hard. Don't just, drink. Just, just drift. And meet me. Meet me. Meet me at a pub. But it just goes to show how unfair it is in life. Like Peter's had so much experience in hearing the word no, <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to smash his audition. <laughs> Women, comedy clubs, <laughs> sex. You left that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you were going to do the whole thing. I huh? like the fact that Lester goes women, which is pretty much implied, and you go <laughs> sex. So well, you're implying <laughs> you, you have sex with something other than women. Me or him? No, he's just, <laughs> he's just implying that women say no about more than sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Well, it's actually a good story, though. But I, so <laughs> oh, oh, good. Lester liked the story. I don't remember, we can stop recording right remember, now. I remember it, it the recent Stooges movie. I don't remember this terrible. one. This was a made-for-TV movie. Um, yeah, here's another interesting thing. When I say interesting thing, it's not. But I find it interesting. <laughs> I meet with a group of uh, four other guys... Uh, we have drinks and dinner and what have you. And by coincidence, three of us... <laughs> no, they're not, I'm the only one. Three of us were in that movie, by coincidence. <laughs> well, maybe, but I, <laughs> The I, other three stooges? They were extras. I, I had a speaking role uh, as Abe, the security guard. You're looking it up. 
Oh no, are you going for IMDb? Or? Is it straight to VHS <laughs> release? Yeah. It said straight to landfill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, that, that, that offends me a bit on your behalf because I mean, I'm not Jewish, but I wish I was. Um, they call you Abe the God. I mean, that's one step down from Hebe the God. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with his religion. It was just a name because they didn't actually say it in the movie. But in the credits... Oh, right. What was your setup line like to say no? Was it like... Oh, no was I was, I was playing uh, the Three Stooges' dad when they were really young and I had to say no to them for something. I can't even remember what it was. Hang on. It's, you've just upgraded. I thought you were a security guard in the movie. That was later. The actual part I tried out for was the oh. parents. And when they upgraded me to Abe, the security guard, I also had to say no to them. I, I couldn't let... Uh, Mo and Larry into the funeral of Mr. Cohn, who was head of Century, because uh, they were just nothing at that stage of their life. It was it was very sad for them. Yeah. There you go. Do you think um like so initially you auditioned for a father? Yeah. Do you think maybe you did well and they're like we need this guy in the movie and then they did some checks and like oh we can't have him working with children. Let's give him a security guard. It wasn't real children. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. Give me a gun; that'll help. <laughs> also, when they make these booths, um, they don't make them well because if you just pull on parts of them, they come apart. I found out the hard way because I was getting bored. So, so I was touching things. So you just destroyed property. The set. But no, yeah. I had to put it back. So. Yeah. It's amazing you've only done one other movie since. then. I've done several other movies. Several. Thank you. How several. many movies? Well, Nate, let's let's go through the Peter 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 Mizell's IMDb. Or it's okay. half an IMDb because I don't think your memory is that good. Uh, the Man Who Sued God. Were you in that? Were you God? No, no, I just make up these things. Yes, <laughs> I just pick titles. Yes. Well, I, I don't know. You could have watched the daytime movies. No, no, I was, I was in, in The it. Man Who Sued God. I was, big film, I was... Uh, Billy, did you meet Billy? Billy Connell? I did. Yeah. Now, this is a nice guy. This is, Okay, another interesting story. Sorry, the rest of you. Josh, what are you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this is every day. Like, we would get there at 6 in the morning, and there were times they wouldn't do the shoot until 6 at night. And it got it was boring because it was before uh, iPhones and iPads. So you just sat around, and I have ADD, so I was going out of my mind. Every day, every afternoon in morning tea, Billy Connolly would come out and join the extras because awesome. it was just an extra, and he was lovely. He, he'd talk, and he had to listen to like fifty extras going, "I do a Billy Connolly imitation. You want to hear it?" And he go, "Yes, of course." And he had to listen to that. But he was lovely. And <laughs> so, how many times did you do your Billy Connolly impression? For I him? can't do. I don't do impression. I you do. I do. Try. I do this uh, New York American impression. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> where was it shot The Man Who Sued God Like where were you Sitting around Was it a, was it a studio was uh, No it, No this was at Well, so I've seen the movie I thought it was on location It was at the It was at the Concord Hospital I didn't think I was getting out But uh, it was a Concord <laughs> Hospital That uh, wasn't actually Billy Connolly you were talking It wasn't about. It was just, <laughs> You were sectioned For the I weekend I talked to Billy Connolly You're making a movie This week Pete Talked okay, to Billy Connolly I talked to God All the things Until my medication Kicked in And then they sent me home <laughs> What other movies? So you've done... Because uh, you've done You Can't Stop the Murders. Yes. The Three Stooges. Yes. And the Man Who Sued God. Moulin Rouge. Moulin Really? I think my scene's cut. I, I've never actually seen me in it or I watched all movies. I don't remember you kicking your legs. It was really cool. Well, you think you're kidding. I had to do a dance number. I don't know how to dance. Uh, <laughs> it was but I, 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 world's I, worst chorus yeah. girl. <laughs> um, no, that, that, it, was, it was bizarre. I mean, if I could do it all again, I wouldn't, except for the one, uh, the Three Stooges one. Because it just takes forever, the shoot. I, I played a... Uh, so now you know how it feels to sit through your act. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, it's only 20 minutes, my act, where this is... Uh, but these the, days, you've got laptops yeah, and it feels iPads like an and whatever. Yes. You, you, can, you can do some stuff in between, but then... No, you're not allowed... Like, like, if you're on set, you wouldn't be allowed to... Because it interferes with the equipment. You wouldn't be able to... You could not sit on set 
playing with your iPhone. Oh, you can because you're yeah. off on the side. You're not on. No, once you're on the set, they. I guess you have to turn it off. But you're in another room. Unless and that's, that's a jumbo jet, I think you're a sweet man. Well, Josh, you've been in a few. You've <laughs> yeah. been in a few sketches, haven't you? I've seen. Yeah. I've seen you on YouTube. Well, t- I didn't tell know us about that. your experience. Because you're sort of sketches, Pete. They're on the internet. They're kind of like the modern day movies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if I'm I, when I go on the internet, believe me, I'm not looking for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I was gay, I'd like to think I could do better. <laughs> go on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fun doing sets, but like, uh, what sketches have you been in? Like, you've been in. I've, been, I've done a lot of work with the Superwork guys on the YouTube. Yeah. Um, we've done some stuff. From, uh, Comedy on the Edge. Oh yeah, I've done some stuff, but no, enough about me. It's about this is about you, Josh. I agree. Enough George, about you. Enough about me. <laughs> but you, you kind of have to deal with the environment and learn that. All right. So if you're filming at a beach, you know it's going to be very windy. So you're going to have like wind socks and stuff to cover the audio equipment, so you can actually hear the vocals. Oh wow! A lot, lot of stuff like that, and a lot of uh, last minute edits. That's, that's, that's mm. the main things you would take care you mean, of. You mean you mean last minute changes to the script? Yes. Yeah. Right. And not being fearful of uh, improv and having enough. Uh, data. I wish you'd given Pete this advice before he did the man who said God. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the improv. Yeah, don't be afraid. It was an extra. Billy Connolly loves to riff. Because <laughs> you find that the stuff that you riff for like actually comes out in the final cut. Ah. A lot of it does eventually. Yeah, Can right. I get back to this? Is one just for a second? This is one of the nicest guys. He really. I mean, just he, he deserves any praise he gets. Not only is he a funny guy, he's just. A nice guy, loved talking to people, and one, I don't know if you saw the movie. Uh, the one, okay, at one point, a cannon show, th- uh, th- to make it seem like glass is breaking, uh, they fire a cannon of plastic glass, which didn't work. So we were stuck, and he just went into a routine about that. I mean, it had to be brand new, because he was talking about that. He was just brilliant and such a nice human being. So I, I think hate people to know your story, Pete. I saw him at the opera. That's his closing bit. He's got the <laughs> about a cannon that doesn't go off. Yeah, yeah they, they wheel it out on stage. It doesn't go off. He's got a, It's at least an hour it's and a half. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's his closer. They're like, oh, we've got a delay. In. Billy, can you fill it in with the glass cannon bit? And then they have this coloring book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Billy's tartan Dalmatian bit. He's just genius. just great. Yeah. Pure, pure, but we've got off the t- yeah, pure genius. We've gotten off topic a bit. So I think we were talking about fancy dress, and we end up on Billy Conley. Oh, so yeah. we're oh. going. Well, I went as Billy Conley. Well, what did, no, no. What did you go like? I think you should describe to the boys what you went to. Now, as a part, it was a music. Go as your favorite sort of music theme party. Yeah. Okay. What? As I said, I hate fancy dress. So what I did is I put on black uh, old. I tried to put on black jeans. But they wouldn't close, so I had to change immediately to a pair of jeans. That's the truth from the '80s and a black jacket. And then I, I went, so I went as Huey Lewis, and I had a newspaper under my arm. So I went as Huey Lewis and the News. Huey, Huey, it's an insurance company, isn't it? <laughs> We're getting some plugs into the uh, So yeah. anyway, <laughs> yeah, tell us a story so we can interrupt it. He just because he's, the others have been he brilliant. Clearly, he's just he clearly doesn't work. remember the other five podcasts he's been on. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Less is just his playing. So, like but there were people who go, oh, that's clap. They didn't know who he was or the group. It, it, it frightened me. I got to admit, like I'm amazed. Like I, I didn't. When you walked in, I didn't get because I didn't really see the paper. I'm like, oh, Pete thought it was fancy. Oh, he thought it was black tie. Oh, he's going to be lining up. Where's the buffet? Oh, that's a great question. Walk. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. In all fairness, I live in the past, 
is the past. Way. <laughs> so, like, I mean, Ancient past, yeah. I mean, it's obvious to me, but... Yeah, no, no, well, I, I didn't, like, it was a dimly lit bar that we were in, so you couldn't... I didn't see the new... And you sort of came through a crowd. Yeah, like, I remember. So I don't remember... And then when you... I'm like, oh, that's a very clever costume. I didn't mind saying it. I just... When, once I said it, people go... Well, I don't see this is the thing. I'm correct me if I'm wrong here, Pete, but I, I, I assume you're like me with fancy dress. You're not really out to win any awards. You're just trying to do the bare minimum to get to the party. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. One that time was, there was, was I went to a pee party yeah. as a photographer. Yeah. I wore my outfit and put a camera around my neck. Excellent. <laughs> I thought it was genius <laughs> and took Jeez. pictures. What was the party? A pee party? You have to dress as something pee. Have you heard of that before? I've, I've heard of those. Phelps say he is into those sort of parties. <laughs> One time yeah. um, I was in. Like year five or something, my friend's father had his 40th and like all sort of all the neighbourhood parents went and everything. And there was a G, his name was George, so they had a G theme. Someone had a G string, which is just a bit of string with a cut out of paper with the letter G, right? Then he went as Gandhi in full blackface, <laughs> doing um, horrendous racial stereotypes. I think it's light brown face if you want to be technical. Yeah. But, but well, in those days it was fine, you know? Well, the party we went it to, never fine. it was a musical party. Like, I went... I would, like I, it was the day I moved house, so I I literally put on my Nirvana t shirt, my cargos, and went as a roadie. But I and, and I was like, when I get everyone put in, but halfway through the party, and you'll remember this, Pete, hopefully, <laughs> what two party? girls came in in blackface. They'd blacked up. Really? It was, yeah. it was it was and like it was like it was fu- everyone's looking around like, oh, this is fucking awkward. Do we? Because we're all like we're all like minded, we're intelligent people. But I wasn't wishing was, you Daryl Summers. Well, I th- I didn't know it was a hey hey it's Saturday thing party, <laughs> but like it was two girls. They're about the same size. So they were they were dressed as both in black. What do you think their car- what music do you think they were coming as? Millie Vanilli. Yes. Really? Got wow, it. he got it. <laughs> yeah, really. I was expecting Al Johnson. Uh, that's that's amazing. what you didn't get. But yeah, that was their costume. Uh, the thing is, like, that's amazing, Lester. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been more impressed with you in my life. <laughs> he, he, it's, it's, it's really just a coincidence. He thinks about Millie Vanilli all, all day, the time. every day. Yeah. Yeah. You he, don't th- they faked it, he faked <laughs> it. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I didn't really get too close to them. I was talking to one. Do you think Lester was one half? He was Vanilli? <laughs> <laughs> I was the dead one of the, of the duo. <laughs> yeah, but it was just, it was awkward. Like, because you don't, we wouldn't. You don't do blackface anymore. It's it should yeah. never it have been in done. Nineteen ninety-seven. <laughs> yeah, it stopped when hey hey. It stopped when Harry Connick Jr. came to the country. And told yeah, us that's how right. we were wrong. It, it's not that it was ever right. It was just exactly. that awareness. It's just that awareness. <laughs> awareness has now been raised. Yeah. So like two thousand and six. Yeah. Yeah. We stopped it with the boats. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but what about your part, your bogan party? Yeah, yeah, like was what was the most creative costume you saw? Oh, uh, definitely the funniest one was, um, and mostly because she just pulled it off with the attitude as well. Uh, she wore like a tank top with a with a a, 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 a packet of rolly cigarette sort of tobacco like tucked into her boob and um, and like really short skirt with thing and a and a and a, and a visible visible tea line. <laughs> <laughs> she, had the, she had the top of a leopard spring, leopard spring, uh, leopard spring, uh, print G string hanging out the top of her skirt, and she was uh, not shy about showing it off, and it was hilarious all night. Where was your party at? Like, was it? Um, it was at a pub in Erskineville, actually. I so hate it to bring up social science here, but um, the bogan Erskine. itself has now been appropriated by hipsters, and the bogans are moved <laughs> into like athletic wear. Yeah, yeah. So, well, well, how do you know this? Well, he, you, you didn't you go to Campbelltown? <laughs> didn't you go to Campbelltown recently, Lester? 
I went to Campbelltown for a football match, and it was the greatest day of my life. Um, Jesus so. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened in those other days? Well, like, You'd be cheap for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make the death come earlier. <laughs> As I got now, as, <laughs> I wouldn't call what he does living. So. No, that's a good point. Can we not celebrate my death early? <laughs> as I arrived, um, I see a huge sign for a little establishment called Hooters, um, which I went there. It was yeah. excellent. Did you have some um, wings, or what, what did you have? At I had the wings. I had the um, breast chili beef steak. <laughs> chili chili beef steak. Is no, that what you said? Philly cheesesteaks. Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> chili feast. Spoonerism. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but on this one street and within 500 meters, every fast food establishment you could ever want in, in one square, square K, I'd say. Red Rooster. And a few that you probably Burger don't King. want. Yeah, yeah. KFC. Paramedics. And then you thought you ran into Ryan at his bogan party just walking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's going to football out. It. It's Campbelltown. What's the ground? Campbelltown Sports Club. Who, well, was, who was playing? Was that St. George? It was St. George and... Um, Wests, would it be? West Tigers. And I spent the first 40 minutes in, in the car park lining up because I didn't have enough tickets. Yeah, I heard that. They didn't get... Like, everyone was locked out. But did you hear what... I was the one tweeting about it. The, C- the CEO of West Tigers. She wrote to me today. She tweeted, she goes, how good is it? The game started and people are still lined up. She wrote to me today to apologize because oh, I, I was mouthing off a line about it. Did you get for, did you, what did you get off her? Like, I think, I think you what should get off her. Risty? Respect. Don't exaggerate, Pete. <laughs> no, but like, did she offer you comp tickets? Because, I mean, they don't sell many tickets to these games. Well, when, when's this episode going to air? About a week or so? Yeah, or when, no, Wednesday. Well, go to my Twitter feed, at Lester Diamond 28 and then look That'd at be, the, for listeners, that'd be today. <laughs> <laughs> look at, That's why he's on tech, ladies and gentlemen. Look at Marina Go, she's the CEO of West Tigers, sending out groveling apologies to... Because uh, I read it in the, the paper. The true blue fans like my good self. Yeah, the ones that you... you You're were, a St. George supporter? No. Oh, West Tigers. You, yeah, you don't have it. No, he doesn't I'm have a Raiders, it. I'm a Raiders supporter. Oh, you're a Raiders? Yeah. Ah. I buried my field with Ricky Stewart. You bear. What started the feud? Come on. I've told this story before, haven't I? No, you haven't. I've never, okay. You've never aired your feud with Ricky Stewart. Well, I was from born in Newcastle, you know, so I supported Canberra before the Knights come in, in the mid-80s. So I went to, in the mid-90s and went to a game in Newcastle, dressed in my Ricky Stewart jersey with my Canberra hat, my Canberra socks. Wasn't, wasn't getting much pussy at the time. <laughs> as opposed to, yeah, as opposed to now. I thought my childhood was depressing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, so I had a little, a little trick where I'd sneak down and sit with the opposing player's team. I'd, the security guard would turn his back. Um, they weren't too bright. And uh, I'd sneak down and sit there and have the best seats in the house, right? So I sat with the camera team all through the lower grades. All the guys signed my cards. Laurie Dowie, Noah Andrewka. I got a fucking hard on from breakfast to Christmas, right? Ricky Stewart's there, my hero. I'm wearing his jersey on my back. And I go, Ricky, can you sign my cards, man? And he goes... After the game, mate, and walked away. <laughs> That's your feud? <laughs> oh, what a bastard. The Sorry, I've got the... on a game? I've got the ball in my arms. I'm running for a try. Hang on, hang on. This is pre-game by about two hours. This is like reserve grade. I'm, uh, I'm President's just, cut, maybe. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just gonna take us back a few steps. You got a hard-on from breakfast to Christmas? <laughs> mm. Is that what you said? <laughs> Look, he remembers. He doesn't get a lot of them. <laughs> On his festival poster. Yeah. <laughs> Be realistic. He's tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> with you are you optimist. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I went from um, Steve uh, Walters 
actually stopped his car in the car park to sign my cards. I mean, <laughs> yes, yeah, because you're three <laughs> slashy tires standing in front of it. <laughs> anyway, so I, I had a, a little 15 year feud going. <laughs> 15 years for that? From my end. See, yeah. I have a feud with, and I've mentioned this on the podcast. Former Australian cricketer Alan Border, when I was eight, I asked him for an autograph coming from the Nets. He didn't say he wasn't as polite. Like <laughs> he just told me to fuck off. <laughs> like that. Now that is something I still hold a grudge. Well, <laughs> yeah. Whereas you're just like Ricky's. Oh, not now, mate. You know, I'm just warming up. You He'd know? be turned turn on his heels and just brush me. Oh, gee. Well, I was wearing you his jersey. Be, you think you'd be used to that? Did you walk because you're in green? Did you walk away just singing the Incredible Hulk theme as you did? <laughs> I think I was like making a little voodoo doll of him on the way out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Fifteen wow. years, Jesus! You, you do. Does he know you were in a feud with him? No, I'm, no, yeah, yeah. I hope you'll survive. Well, I think we, know, is he, you know, what's he doing do, do, now? Is he a coach still? Or? Yeah, he's coaching the Raiders now. He's coaching the Raiders now. So I buried the hatchet with myself, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm supporting them again. Yeah, nothing to do. What a relief for him, huh? <laughs> it's good to see that cognitive therapy we all three <laughs> got you for Christmas is working. Yeah, he must feel so much better oh. now that he's not feuding with Lester Diamond. Do you want to know? Do you want to know the only national sporting competition Australian sports person I've got the autograph for when I was like a kid? Hang on, like, like, should we guess? Yep. Like, uh, uh, A-League wasn't around back then. Not football. You can just count that out. I'm going to say, because you don't participate in the Phil Smythe discussions. So I'm going to be NBL. some swimmer looking at you. A-O-S. A-O-S. It's a rower. AOS. AOS proximate. It's Phil Smythe. Bullshit. You've got Phil Smythe's... Yeah. You've been holding on to this for 10 <laughs> episodes. No, I do. I really do. I, well, I saw him in a Chinese restaurant when I... Because I grew up in Canberra when he was playing for the Canberra County. Yeah. Saw him in a Chinese restaurant and went up and, and got his autograph of him. It's the only one I've ever gotten off anybody. Did you have to go back an hour later and get another one? <laughs> <laughs> you've held on to that. So, you realise... we can, you've, Have you still got the signature? Uh, I suspect probably no, but it might be on my bookshelf. Because we could, we could book. use that scan in a computer to get a contract. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We could, you know, like, we could get him to waive <laughs> Sign a waiver. Waivers <laughs> for what Lester's sign, 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 sign a defamation waiver, yeah, that's no right. No wonder you weren't panicked. I was just thinking maybe we could pen an apology to one M. Johnson in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, from what? Magic my... Johnson. From oh, yeah, great. Get that autograph. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, that would be I'll, funny. Actually, I will. I'll go home and I'll see if I can find it. It'll be around somewhere. I'm not committing mail fraud, but... Um, oh, look. Any friend of the show sees your and, and, and <laughs> fem- He's only committing female fraud. Good for you, Lester. Not committing mail fraud. Good for you. <laughs> right. what, what crimes have you committed? <laughs> what about you, Josh? Did you autograph, collect autographs when you were a kitty? I know you like a photo with the... With the you've, I've seen you... Yeah, I do get the photo every now and then. Well, when in Rome, you know. Might as well. But um, oh, yeah. I was trying to think back what was my first autograph, and it came back on me recently where someone put a Facebook post online, and it was uh, Mike Whitney from Sydney Explorer. <laughs> I love the fact that he goes, not former Australian cricketer Mike Whitney, not host of Who Dares Wins Mike Whitney, Sydney Explorer Mike Whitney. What, 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 what I really liked was how he had to point out that Facebook was online. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm old. Yeah. Uh, I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> See, would you now, did you know Mike Whitney was a cricketer when you got that autograph? I'm just still I'm still surprised just finding out now. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently he's doing the Peter Shamara cell with his band. He is. I, I I saw that. Someone posted online. Mike, I thought, is it a piss take? Is it like the Mike is it actually his band doing? I think it is. Because uh, it, it looked like an actual Because I didn't like, I, th- I thought Brett Lee had the market in cricketing band six his band six and out. 
with a fellow. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's his cricket. <laughs> well, to be fair, the event is free. Well, that's still... Do you reckon it's like an open mic night or do you reckon... I still don't think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I would... Should we live... Should we contact Peter Schmart and see if we can live podcast from Mike Whitney? That would be great. I reckon great Mike would be Having a house band it. with Mike Whitney? Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> what, do you, what do you reckon he sings? I reckon... Would you reckon it'd be 80s covers or... Yeah, I reckon he'd be have some power ballads in there. Oh, you reckon? That, what yeah, you? yeah. I reckon it's going to be like some sort of glam rock. I reckon it's going to be Huey Lewis on the news. <laughs> <laughs> With a newspaper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Pete's his backing man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Pete just wanders around. I read the paper. Yeah. What about you, Pete? What was your first autograph? I don't have autographs. I was a grown-up. It was Moses. <laughs> uh, sorry? What, what did you say? God, what, God, God signed my copy of the Bible when it first got... <laughs> did, did you say... Yeah, you, uh, we haven't heard old jokes in a while. Did you say you don't have autographs? You were, you're a grown-up? Like, so you were never a child? I was <laughs> a child. I just never had cared about that. You, yeah, but yeah. you collect baseball, collected baseball cards. That's totally different. Don't you get them signed? Like, no. A, no. No, you, you can't approach. But I thought like a Babe Ruth signed baseball card is like one of the most rarest pieces of memorabilia. Yes, and had I had a base, Babe Ruth baseball card and met Babe Ruth, who was dead before I was born, I would have had him sign it. <laughs> I thought he was like around in the 50s and 60s. I've got a he feeling. He was, but um, as a corpse. Uh, I think most... <laughs> when did he die? I think 1948. Most owners of Babe Ruth cards now would be descendants of escorts. That's my theory. <laughs> Working girls, as we... Oh, <laughs> well, we can't defame his because he's dead. Yeah. So, yeah, plug away, Lester. That's good. Uh, well, the baseball card, sure. He was known for that, wasn't he? Well, I don't oh, know. he did know. I see, I yeah. did, when did he die? I, didn't I thought, I, did I not just say 1948? I wasn't listening. <laughs> yes, wasn't. exactly. So he died. <laughs> you could be my next wife. He died. <laughs> <laughs> he died the year Bradman was dominating wait, wait, England. Wait, he died. Pete, when did he die? <laughs> did he die? I didn't know that. <laughs> was, so you reckon he was around when Bradman was around? I thought, no, they did. I There's a picture of the two of them. You know in your head when you have some... I thought he was a bit like... Well, I know 1948 was the Invincibles tour of England. Yeah, so right. if he died in 48, you know. Yeah, yeah. He didn't play with the Invincibles <laughs> yeah. because he was, was a baseball that, player. There was that story, like, you know when Bradman died, all the myths came out about him and all the, you know... And the, they continue to this day. He was overrated. Yeah. I've, I've gone as on record. As a player? Oh, as a person, a human being. Oh. He was, I heard he wasn't a nice person. No, he wasn't. He was but a, Babe Ruth was. But if you was were three he? times yeah. better than everybody else, you, you'd be but a bit uppity if too. You, if you're a middle-aged white guy in Australia in the 50s... <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you, it's, but his own team didn't like him. You'd be laughing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, with Bradman, like, there was one story where it was like, they said Bradman, oh no, he could Because apparently he went to New York some stage in his life and knocked like three home runs out straight. And they're like, oh, I come to New York. And he's like, oh, I can't, I've got to play cricket. But like, I don't know if that's a true story or whether it's a myth. Well, he's, there is a photo of him with Babe Ruth. I mean, two of the greatest in their field. Yeah, in their field. But um, I don't know, but I never heard the three home run story. Do you think Bradman killed Babe Ruth? In 1948, just before the Invincible Tour? Well, or, or maybe <laughs> after. Maybe Bradman's like, I'm in New York mm-hmm. City. Let's, babe, let's go partying. <laughs> let's, have a, let's have a shandy. And he's like, oh, Babe couldn't keep up with Bra- Bradman. out drunk Babe Ruth. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I do too. But. I, that guy was great at that smoking and uh, apparently upstate New York brothels. He's, he was very well known. And he was a good baseball player too, apparently. <laughs> you, you but who, yeah. Played baseball in the off days. Yeah. I like the fact we're no longer going for Phil Smythe and Magic Johnson. We're going for dead targets. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the estate of Babe Ruth. It's the safest way to do it. But yeah, it was it so good in those days. You, could, you didn't have to be a super athlete. You could smoke and drink. And well, well, Shane Warren still does that. <laughs> yeah. No, not anymore. He's, he's the only athlete who's fitter now than when he was playing. <laughs> yeah. 
That's true. That's a good point. So he can keep getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tinder, you know. That Tinder thing was hilarious. The photo. Well, was just tell, like, tell the listeners about it. Oh, well. I didn't know. All I did was, all I did, because this is all I do when I read the newspaper is just read the headlines. And uh, they had a, a photo of him and saying, you know, why is Shane Warne on Tinder? And that was all it said. But the photo just looked, he was given this whole sort of top off, bedroom eyes um, type, of, uh, type of a shot. It looked looked absolutely hilarious. And I, I remember thinking, do, do women actually find it? Which women would find that attractive? It just looks so looks so odd. Well, there's a fetish for everything, and, and fuck sure, yeah, that's true. Like, no, if, you, if you want to fuck a um, a wax mannequin, get a Warney's Tinder profile. Mannequin. Yeah, but if you're on, t- <laughs> see, I'm, I'm not on Tinder. Um, anyone in the room on Tinder? No. Used to be. Used to be. Used to be. Like I like imagine like put yourself in a, like you're a female. You're swiping through. And you see, like, a famous person like Warney. It, wouldn't it get the intrigue factor? Like, I don't think so. I think a lot of people would think it was a fake, but would, might even just swipe it right just to see what would come out of it. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, sounds, the like compos- you know, well, sounds like you know more about this than you learn mine. So the before when we asked the question, who's on Tinder? Yeah, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't say no. <laughs> but what would, what would the questions be when you'd be talking to Warney? Yeah, but I mean, I, in my knowledge of Tinder, it's not really about the conversation. It's about the, you know. Do you reckon you know that maybe maybe a girl with a fetish might she might want to dress up as a wicketkeeper as he does her and just go bold shame <laughs> like it warny. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's so fucking disturbing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's going to sit in your wank bag yeah, for a while. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh dear. Oh, well, well, now that we've got it into disturbing territory, I look at Lester. Oh, we, I, I say, look, we're on a podcast. He's yeah. he's getting on his Tinder as we speak. So I think it's time for our segment, Ryan's Random qu- Oh, actually, no, before we get to our segment, yeah. n- new listeners will know we've got my segment where I slag off local businesses. Yeah, that's right. It's called, uh, it's oh, called, damn. it's called Mark, Mark, get off my lawn. Well, it, yeah, get off my lawn segment. <laughs> it's, it's in pizza. Look, as you know, I'm not a fan of the junk mail. I put up yesterday. Oh, well, I love it. No, I put up a no junk mail sticker yesterday. Like, because the week I was here, I get bombarded. First day in, we get the first company. So the local Japanese restaurant, they Pearl Harbored my letterbox. <laughs> so I am Pearl, I don't know the name because I threw it out. And and today you brought the Americans in. <laughs> <laughs> we're going, to, guys. We're going Japanese after this yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. We're not paying. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's always good when a comedian finds his true voice and Mark's found it with the um, Get Up My Lawn segment. <laughs> just, how hard is it? Like, you just think, if a restaurant can't follow an instruction, no junk mail. Is Imagine what's going to be like yeah. there. Like, oh, no MSG. You know, yeah. Wash your hands before cooking. Oh, no, she'll I'm, be right. She'll no, be right. No peanuts. I'm no allergic. peanuts. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> hard. There goes Bob. <laughs> no, not wasabi in the soup. It's yeah, still yeah. poorly. So... I'll learn you. You've got. You're on a warning, Japanese. I'll learn your name if I get another one. <laughs> you, okay. So they're on a warning. They don't know who they are because you just called them a Japanese well, restaurant. Google <laughs> Japanese. I didn't get enough res- junk mail to say who Google it is. Google Japanese restaurant Summer Hill. There's not that many. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Mark learned at school with through a letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right. Then enough about me ranting. Let's get Ryan's random questions. Yeah, let's do it. But play music first. Ooh. You know that's a job. Ryan's random questions really sucks us. We don't have a big budget, do we? It's more the editing. It takes a lot to put in a theme song. Yeah, that's right. And Johnny Carson's estate's not going to sue. 
No, I don't think <laughs> no, so. No, that was Sanderson and Babe Ruth. Sons. Sanderson and Sons, wasn't Sanford, it? Sanford, Sanford. 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 Yeah, I mean, you don't even know your own theme song. I, no, and I don't. Anyone would think you just rush these random questions before the recording. <laughs> Anyone would think that. Uh, question number one: What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you while you were travelling? I've been pretty lucky. I mean, yeah, no, I went to America for a month. Nothing bad happened. I didn't die. Even in transit, you know, it can be an airplane story or you know whatever you like. I woke up on the street in Rome after a few too many wine spritzes. Did you? <laughs> Really? And he had flown to Paris. We don't know how actually got to Rome. <laughs> when in Rome. Mm. When in Rome, check your kidneys are still there. <laughs> Josh, you, you anything? I don't know. I think I met Peter Marzell. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you were the one who gave him a lift from New York. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I think the one thing that got me, like the first flight over, I was amazed at how good the airline food was. Love like, airline I was food. Expect, like I was expecting, everyone goes, oh, shit, shit. And like we got this little pasta dish, we got it, and it's like, and I'm just sitting there going, they cook this in a little tiny kitchen up above the middle of the ocean. That's pretty phenomenal. I like mm. that it's in little boxes and you, you feel you've accomplished something as you go from one little tray section to the other. No, I like it. And they give you alcohol. And I think I like being It's like being at home. Mm. I don't like being on planes that much because I'm a bit taller than you, Pete. It's sort of yes, a, I, I like the way my legs dangle. Yeah. In economy <laughs> class. Yeah, yeah. International, though, because I'm, I'm about, the, you've got about an inch on me height-wise. Yeah. Otherwise, um, we, yeah. we, we haven't measured up. But <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Why, you're worried about coming up short, Pete? <laughs> I haven't, like, for me, it's like, I didn't have a problem international with, like, the leg room. But, like, I flew domestic recently, and they're getting smaller. They are. Like, That's am true. I imagining it? No, or like, no, no, they I really flew are. Jetstar. I flew Jetstar and Virgin, and they like Virgin used to be comfortable. Jetstar used to be a bit of a squeeze, but it was yeah, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Even international, smaller and smaller. They put yeah. in more. If you look at old pictures of uh, Pan Am, which is an airline, Josh, that used to exist. <laughs> uh, it was really even economy was fairly spacious. Well, yeah, it's just, fairly. But the last now. time I went, like I flew, when did I fly? To, uh, it would have been Hobart, and yeah, I was like, this is not com-. like I'm, no. I'm at the stage now. Where I'll probably are you at the same where you got a thinking about forking out for the exit row? Yeah, basically. I mean, I, either that or I'm just on high vigilance for the person putting their seat back into my knees. I fucking hate that. Yeah, on a short domestic Don't get flight. off the line again. <laughs> I've already done yeah, this yeah. segment. Well, no, yeah, someone yeah. wrote, like, the headline at news.com.au, someone wrote a letter whinging about someone putting their seat back for the flight. I think it was Sydney to Perth for five hours. And they were just like, ah. I, I don't see. I, I, I disagree there. Like, I think less than two hour flight, no seat back at all. Longer than two hours, you, you should be able to put your seat back, but not when the meal's served. Who gives yeah. a fuck? No, you're not allowed to when the, when the meal's served. Just, they tell you, put your seat up. No, but they don't. Like Because the last time you when I flew, I can't, it was America. Like When I flew to America, this lady had the seat down the whole time, even the meal. And I don't want to start anything on it, especially on America. I thought, don't say anything. It could get into a fight. You might get turned around. <laughs> well, I just I don't want to, and I'm not. We're in a confined space, but I've got a trick, and it might help you, Ryan. Like mm. what I like to do is, every time I got up to go, like any reason, I'd sort of pull back on the seat with a bit of force and sort of let it go, like a bang, so it wakes her up every single time. Like and I'd time it because I don't sleep on flights, so I went every, like I'm like, oh, she's asleep. I'm gonna yeah. go to the toilet. That's something bang. Qantas hasn't factored in. Is Mark's vindictiveness? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Can I, we, is anyone allowed to talk about bad airline trips? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I were flying. Don't do your act, please. <laughs> <laughs> my wife and I were flying from uh, 
to L.A., uh, United Airlines, and they did the right thing. But they arrested, the marshals arrested a guy on the flight because he smacked a kid, which wasn't his own. Oh, and they no. had to no, and they had to arrest him. And of course, they put him in the row in back of us. So you've got this giant African American guy in back of me to the point where I can't put my seat back because he's taking up too much room. The the criminal next to him, uh, who's in handcuffs, and and then the guy next to him, the other air marshal, was much bigger than my air marshal. It was just huge. So we're sitting up the whole time. Had to make an extra stop in Hawaii. They did. They were really apologetic, and they gave us a twenty five percent discount if we flew again in the next year, which we did. Yeah, right. uh, but the guy who was acting, and they took him off the plane in Hawaii, he's going, I'm kind of embarrassed. Of course you are, in handcuffs. Who wouldn't be? But he, it reminded me of any pub on any Saturday night in Sydney. It just United <laughs> wasn't, uh, yeah, yeah. wasn't prepared for him. Why did he hit the kid? Was it unprovoked, or was this the kid being a shit? I don't know. I don't know what this whole thing is, but you really... Were you, you allowed to talk to him in the trip? You're like, oh. I didn't want to talk imagine, to him in the trip. Imagine getting the, the criminal is your, is your next door neighbor in the fucking seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why he hit the kid. Probably because he was a kid. Uh, sounds like the slap um, season three, aerial version. <laughs> <laughs> it's the slap takes to the skies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a slap versus airplane. I didn't. I didn't think it really matters. Slash what European vacation? I, I, I really don't think that's one of those things that matters. What his reason was? To be yeah, honest. yeah, yeah. I shot the kid. Well, was he being a shit? Yeah, yeah, right. Right. yeah. he deserved it. Yeah, that's right. yeah. he was making teach. too much They'll noise. I was trying to watch my. Episode. I was trying to catch yeah. up on. I was trying to binge watch Breaking Bad. The guy was blind drunk. Yeah, yeah. It was still like you guys spending time with you guys. <laughs> How, like, what would you do on a plane if like like this guy? He was pretty big. He was reasonably. How would they take you? Did they? Was he like when they said, "Oh, you're under arrest"? So was he calm or was there a scuffle? I just saw them bring him. They moved the back. We were in the second to last row. They moved the back seat, emptied it. They moved those people forward, and they put him and those two giant human beings next to him. Uh, the oh, guy. So, so they were the marshals. They were the marshals who attacked oh, right. who attacked him who, who stopped him. Yeah. Oh yeah. They these wouldn't guys that, are. Wouldn't that be a prick of a job flying back and forth across the country? Oh yeah. I reckon that would be one of the cushiest security jobs around, actually. I don't think... Yeah, that, how often does it happen? This guy was... Yeah, I mean, yeah. two well, giant Ryan, guys... you don't yeah, get travel dude. sickness, clearly. No, yeah. I don't get But, dude, you have a bad day at the office. People die. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, you and and it, doesn't even have it doesn't even have to have anything to do with you. Oh, I'm so hungover. Oh, yeah. I'll just get through this 9-11 flight. We'll be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I was saying. That's if the plane makes it to its destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It ends up shooting a guy with some shoes that made by LA Gear lights, you know, and says, if there were bombs... <laughs> All righty, shall we move on? I I, Josh, so. have you got a bad travel story? You don't, no, don't care. Okay, good. Question number Pays two: Children's prices. <laughs> Question number two: What movie have you seen the most times? Oh, it'd be a Police Academy movie, probably Police Academy <laughs> Five. Are they like? Is it, are they top seven for you? <laughs> Out of most seen no, movies? No, we don't talk seven. We're one to six. No, top, they, okay, top six then. Top yeah, six. Yeah. We're talking They're in the theaters or no, general? no, just number of times you've seen Ooh. a particular film. Be Police Academy, Karate Kid. Oh, actually, Deep. Karate Kid would be up there for Maybe me. Maybe Die Hard. Die Hard, yes, oh, yes. Yeah. We were having me and yes. Josh. Me and Josh on Facebook were going back and forth with Die Hard quotes the other day. It was beautiful. It was, it was the best good. thing I've ever done on the internet. It's the best day at work I've had. It was had. the whole script. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I actually just bought the PC version of the game. Oh, I thought you, when you said PC, I'm like, the political correct Die Hard? Ho, ho, ho. What now kind of I game is that? Lovely machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Die Hard Nakatomi Plaza, and it's basically like a Doom graphics. Yeah. <laughs> with just like the off shaped and off voice so, characters with the tempo 
change. Is it a first-person shooter or is it a... It's a a first-person shooter, but I I watched the trailer and because it's a bad voice actor, but the keys changed on their voice, like Argyle sounds like Umut Bali. (laughs) 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 That's Sydney comedian for our interstate, Umut Bali for our interstate listeners. (laughs) So would you would you watch it again now? This most watched movie. You have, which one is it, Mark? You've like named about ten. Please would get you, me five. So would you watch it again today? Would you watch it tonight? Um, it's in a box, but if it wasn't, I would. Yeah. Right. No, like Karate Kid at the moment. I watch the fight scene from Karate. If I'm at the gym and my gym or my old gym had a treadmill, and I'm like, oh, I need to get some running. I will put the montage scene of Karate Kid on. It is a killer. The montage is the tournament at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And totally. there's it goes, also... It goes for half an hour exactly, and it's perfect. It's yeah, no, yeah. Half an the, hour montage? Fuck no, me. No, no, no. Start, no there's three, three minutes of montage in the final fight, but someone has remixed the fight so that Johnny wins. It makes my day. Every time I see <laughs> Sensei Crease, it's just great. <laughs> just seeing that little prick LaRusso getting his ass I reckon the only people more pumped up than Jim Goers for that movie is People that work in the morgue when he goes, get him in a body bag, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's us. <laughs> what about you, Pete? I'd have to go with the theatre because I can't remember what I watch at home because yeah. I fall asleep. Yeah. Um, Fantasia in the theatres. Yeah, right. I used to go periodically and then I stopped doing drugs and I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a good one to Fantasia one to was brilliant. Black and white. Yes, it was black and white, of course. It was colour. That was the whole Did point I, of it. I thought it came, started black and white and then went... No. No. Like, no, that was The Wizard of Oz, sorry. Absolutely full colour. Yeah. Do you remember what it was like when you went to The Wizard of Oz premiere? When it, Did it blow your mind when it went from black and white to colour on screen? Okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> yes, I was one of the munchkins. Yes, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, an old film. Oh, good. Yes, I, I really like when they brought in the talkies. Okay, this is hilarious, boys. Hilarious. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Oh, most watched movie, Josh. Oh, most likely Die Hard. What, really? You oh. notice they don't play Die Hard too much anymore. No, the they don't. No, they don't. It's. And I think underrated. Good. good I think it's good damn, sequel. I think yeah. it's damn. I like. I. I think Die Hard's watchable. Not, not what? Great. Watchable. Not I great. Would, no, I would say it's a very good movie. And I mean, it's compared to one. It's a fucking. It's like comparing a, a turd to a sunset. Which is which? <laughs> which? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> no, I would and say. Really, I would away say with words. Like fucking I use poet. Die Hard too as a, an example of a movie living up. Like, like sequels often suck yeah, up. it's true. You Die Hard 2 holds its own. Same with Wayne's World 2. The only way you can do it is like Godfather 2 where it improves it. You have to, you have to increase the piece. Improve yeah, you mean to tell me there's not much more emotional moment. When, that plan, when they, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Die Hard 2, and if you were born post 9-11, you probably haven't. Um, <laughs> they showed it on the plane. Now. <laughs> yeah, even with all the accidents. Yeah. And it runs for about half an hour. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop you here and bring up um, one of the great sequels, Speed 2. <laughs> Speed 2. Oh, that's what was it? That Was that the train? The or boat. The boat. Oh, the boat. Because oh. it, it was a Speed 3, wasn't there? Or am I dreaming? It was the biggest piece of shit since Police Academy 7. I haven't seen... Oh, please, I, I, please I, I haven't heard of Speed 3. I haven't heard there of Speed 3. There are two 3. movies in the world I hate. One is Police Academy 7. The other is The New Karate Kid with Jaden Smith. I just don't mention them. And I'm, this long-time listeners of the show will know all about those two films. <laughs> well, no, I think that's the first... Long-time <laughs> listeners. What optimism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got the stats. We've got listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, but, um, yeah, no. I, yeah. So what did Vital you say yours, yours was, Mark? Police Academy 5. So not Transformers, the movie? The the, animated, the original the animated, animated one, one that's brilliant. I've seen that heaps of times. Oh, the anim- nah, I 
I've watched a lot, but it's no, no, it's no Police Academy Five. Have you seen Police Academy Five? Yes, I have. It's, I mean, <laughs> they're in Miami Beach when that <laughs> scene when Karis is walking around with he's got Dork, hey Dork, hey Dork, and then he gets all the the macaw parrots going, hey Dork, hey Dork, hey Dork. I want a macaw bat parrot. Just I was, so thinking, I I was thinking of the exact same scene when yeah. you were, as yeah. you were thinking of it. Is Steve Gutenberg still in that one? No, no, it yeah, wasn't a Guten. No, Gutenberg. Yeah, no, he was. He was in one and two, I think. Only yeah. one or two. No, okay. he, was in one, he was in one to four and then six. He couldn't do no, he couldn't do five because he was filming Three Men and a Baby. That was a good movie. Yeah, and then they were like, <laughs> Oh well we the guy no. the guy who they replaced. <laughs> I used to watch it all the time on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Lester? Most um, most good fellas, but I can't say the number because it's just gonna unnerve people. So No, go on. How, how many times? I can't say it. <laughs> Triple figures? I, I don't know, I'm kinda of getting unnerved by the look <laughs> on your face as you <laughs> as you say that. Around two hundred. Yeah, that's not that unnerving. What about you, Ryan? That's a depressing film. Goodfellas Great, is fantastic. Greatest film ever made. It's a good film, but very depressing. In my humble opinion. <laughs> um, believe it or not, I, I probably watched I probably watched this, this movie every day for about three years when I was in um, primary school. Space, <laughs> no, in the space, hospital. Spaceballs. 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 I would say if that would be in my top ten of most watched, yeah, yeah. which I think makes it more amazing because I've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched the movie Men at Work a lot too because I taped it off TV and watched it for like 12 is that, um Is that the one with Emilio Estevez and, uh, yeah, and Charlie Sheen? Yeah, they were playing um, it was a National Lampoon Garbage thing. Men. And yeah, 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 I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those were the good old days. And Josh, you'd never know these ones. When you used to, you'd tape a movie off TV and you'd float, like you'd watch it, rewind it, watch it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Also, also, couple with that is that you'd like, as you were recording it, you'd jump up during the commercials to press yeah, pause on record. And, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Can I just make, a, a, just a comment, when I was a kid, this is for real, old joke, if you wanted to see a cartoon in colour, you had to go to the movies. Yeah, so right. all the, the uh, we had all of that, we had all the Warner Brothers stuff and the Looney Tunes and Disney, but in order to see a cartoon, a Tom and Jerry cartoon in colour... It had to be in the theatre. They were a lot cheap. It was a lot cheaper, like not dollar wise, like oh, it was 10 cents in my day, but like as a portion of your income, was it as expensive as it? Like it's 20 bucks now to go to the movies, which I, is a I don't know. rip off. I don't know. We, we were very poor. <laughs> How poor were you? We were so poor. I don't know. <laughs> so too poor. My dad was a cheap fuck. Uh, <laughs> so did you get into cartoons when you were a kid? Sure, I loved them. Well, loved was, them, but it was black and white. What were the kind of cartoons that you got into? Well, the ones you probably see now, the Tom and Jerry's, the uh, the Bugs Looney Bunny. Tunes, Bugs Bunny, of course. Um, Walt Disney, Steamboat Mickey, Steamboat, Steamboat Willie. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't grow up in 1928. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the biggest disappointments in his life. Someone said, "Do you want to go see the sequel to Steamboat Willie?" He thought it was a Cleveland steamer, but no, <laughs> that was a different film. Steamboat Mickey. <laughs> Steamboat Mickey. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, you kids are so cute. Yeah, it sounds for, like a pimp, Josh. <laughs> Mickey. For, for me, for me, it was Space Wars. I would have seen it. Over, oh God, close to a thousand times. I reckon. Merchandising yeah. wow. and merchandising. Uh, and I, at one point, could definitely have just like recited the whole thing. That's one of my insane. mates, and he's he's had a shout out on the podcast before. Sticks. He his movie was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That was my second. Movie. He yeah, could yeah. quote it like verbatim like yeah, you could yeah. just throw a line and he'd do the rest of the scene yeah right yeah shout out to Sticks Sticks you slagged him off you were you're a bit you're vicious Sticks is a tall dude let's not pick on Sticks okay Stick, pick up Sticks <laughs> <laughs> question, question number three maybe it's the last one oh. how many, oh, okay Lester <laughs> how many are there usually Lester you dipshit <laughs> question number three how long is too long 
to go back to someone to prove a point after an argument has finished. Never too long. Never too long. I agree. We've had 127 episodes, Ryan. There are issues I'm waiting. I've, <laughs> got, I've got my list. So, yeah. so in other words, it's not too long from last week for me to tell you that you're wrong about the upper house in the New South Wales Parliament? What did we talk about last week? You said that they could veto legislation and they absolutely can't. Checked it during the week. Totally wrong. You You set him up, didn't you? Yeah, I did. You set him right up (laughs) for this. I used my third question to set him up. That was lovely, Ryan. (laughs) You edited a podcast to make it a... This is... See, this is... And we'll get into this in the next episode with our next guest because I was set up on another podcast. Yeah. But you edited it. No. Worse than Ryan. That um, bad. <laughs> well, you, oh, you, that's, you'll just that's, have to tune that's in. That's terrible. You'll have to tune in to next week's episode <laughs> to hear that. Oh. No. So, did you write that question just so you can raise that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Very impressive, Ryan. Very impressive. Oh, man, yeah. you're, you're a little man. I, I, look, I admit I'm, I've been wrong oh, a few I'm, times. I'm definitely petty. There's oh, no yeah. doubt. There's no, no doubt. Was he trying to hide that in any way? I was really was reveling context, in it, actually. So, like, like, there's been times when... You know, like, there's sometimes when you can raise an issue. Like, with me, you can raise that. And, yeah. you know, I'll petition my good, my one of my friends on Twitter, Mike Baird, to have the law change so that I will be right one day. <laughs> yeah, no, Mike Baird is definitely going to change the law to, to reduce his power. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. It's all, like, actually, we, we should have mentioned earlier, Peter Mizell has got to go. Because, Pete, what have you, why have you got to go early? You ready? Yeah. I've got a gig. A oh, paid yeah, gig. Yeah, no, no, really. It's after 8pm. You don't normally... I, I didn't realise support spots ran that long. Uh, they do. They do. <laughs> I'm not starting at 8. It starts later. No, no. I've um, once again replacing somebody who couldn't make it. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah, I know. They rang me. I'm like, I'm podcasting. They yeah. said, you got Ryan's number. Josh Josh doesn't even do comedy, but they're like, oh, Josh will do... And then I said, oh, Pete's free. They Pete's need free. someone to do the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> How long are you doing tonight, buddy? I think twenty minutes. Twenty. What have you got? What are you going to open with? Uh, because it's a it's Rod McHugh who teaches yeah, a Rob, class. Actually, look, I'm going to give He's a shout nice out guy. to this. There's stand up comedy. If you want to get into it, the best way is go to an open mic night and learn. But if you're someone who likes to do courses, Rob McHugh. He I think a it's great a Sydney East Community College. It's one. Of, just check out Rob McHugh comedy courses. I highly recommend. Highly them. great bloke. It's the nice only, bloke. It's the only course in Sydney I would recommend. There are some other courses I won't name names. But you're pretty much paying to be taught by open I'm, micers. Uh, I will. I will endorse. I started. Uh, yeah, is that right? Oh, of course yeah. you did. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm doing the the, the semi-professional the, the, spot. No, no, the professional yeah. spot tonight. Yeah, no, to no. show them what. No, no. Well, that no, it's good. No, what the way the course funny. works, ladies and gentlemen, is you do the course, you get, and then you do a performance. You invite your friends, family. Ro- I think Rob MCs it. Rob MCs it. He brings it, yeah. you up. You do your spot, yeah. and then at the end, Pete closes the show. And yeah. it's, I think it's, I think it's great. I think if you want to have a go at getting up on stage, is absolutely the best way to do it because you 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 spend like a couple of weekends worth of like writing workshops. True. And then you know you've got some stuff, and he works it with you, and then you and then you do a performance, and it's a pretty safe crowd. It's every family and friends, and you have a fucking great time. It is. A, it's a really good. He yeah. does a really good job. And yeah. when I was there, when I did last time. Um, I forgot who couldn't make it that time. But when I, <laughs> when I did last time, uh, he, he each person did a great turn. <laughs> no, I, you know what's getting worse? I did a gig at Oakley because the guy didn't show up, and then the guy who was supposed to replace him didn't show up. So not only am I, I'm now third string comic because <laughs> I happen to be there drinking. Again, <laughs> my career is based on a drinking problem. Excellent. Anyway, so will you guys please excuse me, and when I'm gone, say nice things about me because I will listen to Absolutely this. Absolutely not. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, we better wrap it oh, up. Oh, you're wrapping it up anyway? We, oh, we, I'm sorry. We've we, got to send you to your car. So ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Now, everybody, Pete, you're on Twitter at... 
P Mizel two. P Mizel two. Yes. Yeah. Also on Peter at Twitter, said, at P Mizel one. That's that's, that's you. a funnier account. It is. It um, is. It sh- yeah. pisses me off. Josh, you're on Twitter at uh, at hungry dude. Hungry, hungry, hungry underscore dude. dude. We'll yeah. put this in there. Follow him. Lester's already plugged. You're on Twitter at Lester Diamond twenty eight. And um, look oh, out for my your IQ. Great. Look out for my <laughs> IG Baji with the West Tigers CEO. That's true. Yeah. Check it out. And Ryan's on Twitter at Ryan V Crawford. You can follow me on Twitter at mw double underscore oh. Thank you guys for listening. Follow Comedy Thank on Edge you very at much. Comedy on Edge. Thank you guys for listening. If you listen to iTunes, rate review. If you're on social media, tell your friends about us. I think that's enough for this week. Ryan, hit the music. <laughs> <laughs>